I'm Emma. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. And today we are going to be sharing 10 spots to take photos in Seattle. So if you're planning a vacation or a content trip to Seattle or just live in Seattle and you want some fun ideas, this podcast episode is for you. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's your favorite thing about Seattle? I really love Seattle summers. It's been awesome. It has been, except for this summer, like started late and then like got really hot for a week. But now it's nice. Now it's nice. I know. That's the other thing. My AC broke. It's not <laughs> during comfortable. the hot week. It's not comfortable. It's like, come on. But my AC is good now. Well, it's getting, but it's, it's so much nicer. Isn't it yeah, so much nicer in here? <laughs> well, I was going to say, and now it's like perfect outside. No yeah, more 70 90 degree. to 80 is like ideal. Yeah, that's what I need. Anything above that is just a no-go for me. Yeah, I look at my sister who lives in Texas and they're on a record. It's been like 50 days straight of 100 degrees. <clears throat> and I was like, you know, I could never... I don't know how I, people do it. I actually could never live there. No, literally when Sam and I went to Miami for our anniversary, I died. It's really, I, we're really spoiled. Yeah. Seriously, I, I literally, do, I literally looked up how do people live in Miami? Like I looked it up because I was like, there's no way all these people are like so used to like this level of humidity where you're sweating all the time. And Sam and I normally like to walk around an area when we visit. It was so hot. It's really hot to come in summer. It's actually very brutal to that come was this time of the year. A horrible mistake. No, I will never okay. be doing that again. We might go in November. That's better. I've never been, again. Yeah. My first time in Miami, I went in August. I was dying. No, I just... It, it, Everyone how? was like, well, yeah, it's August in Miami. And I was like, I'm a fool. I don't know. <laughs> well, and see, I knew it was going to be hot. I told you that we booked this cruise forever. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, screw it. It's going to be fine. It was not fine. But the cruise was great. Yeah. It was just the two days in Miami, not so great. But I did have a portable fan. So nice. That was great. <laughs> okay. So my favorite thing about Seattle, there's lots of favorite things. Um, I would say probably the food. We have like a pretty big foodie culture. Yeah. I would say lots of great Asian food just where, you know, Seattle's located on the West Coast. A lot of West Coast cities have great, great food and great Asian food. Um, yeah, I feel like there's like a million places that I just like always recommend. And when people ask me for restaurant recommendations i'm like oh my god well here's 10 to start with yeah <laughs> like here you go here's a blog post like here's just so many i'm like i i wrote a this whole blog post your your first time guide to seattle like and i at pike place market alone i think i under the bullet point i just listed like six places because <laughs> i was like oh my god like i don't even know how to narrow this there's so many there's so many but yeah, there's great food in the city. I know we're a smaller city compared to, you know, West Coast cities like San Francisco and L.A., but still a really great city to visit, especially in the summertime. So we thought that this would be like a really fun podcast episode to talk about. And one of the things that we want to start doing here on the podcast is to share locations to help you create content. You see us going on content trips and doing recaps, sharing it on TikTok. We also want to help you guys, our listeners, start to do that. And while we do share locations again on other platforms, we realized we were not sharing them here on the on the podcast. And so we are going to start with our home city of Seattle. And in the future, we'll be sharing best photo spot spot episodes for San Francisco, Oahu, Austin, and more. So number one, you guys, this is no surprise. Number one, 
like photo spot to start with is Pike Place Market. Pike Place Market is practically synonymous with Seattle. Yeah. If, if people know that you're from Seattle, they usually reference the market. And I also really think it's one of the best photo spots in the city to check out. Yeah. It has like the iconic, you know, Pike Place, the public market sign. Like that's such a great spot to take a photo. And on top of that, right, not just a great photo spot, just there's so much history at Pike Place Market. There's over 500 small businesses and there's 10 levels. I don't think people know. Yeah, it's insane it, how far down it Pike go, Place, Place goes. goes. It's not just like ground level. You literally have to go through all the it's different like levels. It's built in a hill. Yeah, it's built on a hill, you guys. And they're, it's multi-layered. So that's why there's like literally 500 small businesses. So we really recommend taking your time walking through all the levels, eating your way through the market, um, stopping by the iconic gum wall, the first Starbucks store, seeing the fish market. But also like, again, I would recommend, I think this is like a lot of, you know, creators, a lot of people, a lot of tourists do this, buying, just buy yourself the five, the $10 bouquet of flowers. And like, they're awesome, right? The flower vendors are incredible. And just taking a photo with it, even if you can't take it home, people are like, oh my God, why would you waste your money on that? But like, I was like, this $10 bouquet is like bringing me so much joy. I know they're going to die, but they're gorgeous, but they're beautiful. No, literally like actually a mutual like kind of friend. I don't a friend of ours like use those for her wedding. Bouquets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Literally you'll see bridal parties do that. Just like come to the market day of buy just like whatever market or whatever flowers are in season and like use that for their wedding. They're so beautiful. They're I'd beautiful. actually say like the pike place is like one of the touristy things that is totally worth the hype oh for sure for sure like there's so many cute spots in there that you can go like and just overall like the experience alone like getting to shop in the small businesses and what's that pink store that you found in pike place oh my gosh mart oh my gosh it's either mayor i think it's marin sailor yes oh my gosh it's marin sailor you have to go in it's not on the ground level you guys um the there's two local business owners and I forget their names and they created this thing called donut cat it's so cute it's like such a cute little character and you can like buy merch and they have like a big selfie wall in there highly recommend checking that place there's again there's if you wander through my the market there's so many photo spots in the market in general but um yeah I would say people really come and take a photo with like the iconic like Oh, got to do the Pike Place sign. Yeah. We've taken, I don't know how many photos there. It never gets old. But I love it. No, it never gets old. Speaking of classic Seattle places to take photos, the next one that we have is the Space Needle. No shocker there. (laughs) I feel like you have to take it. Come on. If you're visiting Seattle, you got to take a picture Mm -hmm. with a Space Needle. That one is tricky to pose, but we'll talk about that in a second. There's a lot of ways to get creative with this. So, but just some context on the Space Needle. It was built for the 1962 World's Fair and the Space Needle is a defining landmark of the Seattle skyline. It's an iconic Seattle landmark with beautiful views of the city, Mount Rainier and the Cascade Mountains. So if you're heading to Seattle for the first time, we definitely recommend adding the Space Needle to the top of your list. The top of the Space Needle offers incredible views of the Puget Sound and it's just like 
It's actually very stunning. And they just redid it and they repainted it the original orange, which I guess it was orange. Yes, it was orange when they first opened. Which is crazy. So they repainted it that and then they recently renovated it so that the floor is see-through. It's, so that, and it's revolving. Yes. It's kind of scary. I, it's a little, <laughs> yeah, it makes me a little woozy to just like look straight down. Yes. But um, the views are incredible. The views are so good. And then like just going up, like now they have like you can walk out on the balcony and mm-hmm. get like 360 panoramic views around Seattle and like beautiful like when I went to uh well I go to I go to the Guinness factory anytime I go to Dublin pretty much and they have like a thing that you like go really high up and you can see all around uh Ireland and like Sam my husband who's like literally from there all like all of his family will tell you there's like not you can't it's just flat <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's some hills like but it's really cool to see like the levels yeah there so like getting to take a photo up there is really fun especially if you visit um during the fall spring or winter they have the uh space needle like food restaurant thing open uh, yeah they have like they do really unique eating experiences yeah. and it's always like I feel like they update it pretty frequently. And so if you do want it, you do want an eating experience, we recommend just like going onto the website and like seeing what the latest offer is. Yeah. Because but they are really good about offering like really unique experiences. As of now, they're not open summer, which I, I thought think, was kind of funky. But, but I think it's just because they're so busy. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's beautiful. Like so taking photos up there is gorgeous. Also just taking photos at the base. That is really tricky to pose, I will say. But on like a good like cloudy Seattle day. Yeah. It's a lot easier. And there's like a lawn. Like if you go up to the like normal entrance of the Space Needle, there's just like a flat lawn. So then you'll just have green and then the Space Needle in the background. So super, super easy. And then the next one is actually right next to the Space Needle. And you can actually get really cool pictures of the Space Needle (laughs) from this place is the Chihuly Garden and Glass Museum. So there are eight galleries, the garden, as well as the glass house. And the glass house, oh my God. Stunning. Stunning. You can get married in it. It's very expensive. Oh, I'm sure beautiful <laughs> yes no like if you're already going to be at the space needle definitely just what the chihuly it's literally like not even across the street it's like across it's like the next path to yeah <laughs> it's literally right there it's not too much of a detour so definitely check that out you can buy the tickets same day but do recommend buying tickets ahead of time especially if you're visiting on the weekends and during summer and i think they give discounts if you buy it in advance oh i do I don't know. Yeah, just check the website. Yeah, they, I mean, that might be like a tip. But yeah, definitely check the website. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if you're not familiar with Dave Chihuly, his name, you've probably seen his his specialty is the um, the glass. What is it called? The blown glass. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, yeah, uh, glass blowing. Glass blowing. Blown yeah. glass. Oh, my goodness. Blown gracious. glass. I feel like you could say blown glass. Okay, that's, I guess that's true. That's no, probably, I think that fits. So his work is displayed in probably like, 100 to 200 museums around the world and he's i think a local to tacoma and so um yeah the chikuli garden and glass museum like showcases some of his like most incredible work and so yeah it's definitely worth the visit again oh it's so beautiful if you're like looking for like what do i do it's my first time in seattle like is the space needle worth it go to the space needle but also go to the chihuly garden glass museum yeah and if you go early i'd say because like if you can take pictures in the glass house when it's empty 
I know. Oh my God. So I'd say if you go as early as you can, like I've had the chance to do it because I think both of us were at an event that like we got to do Mm -hmm. it. And so it was like relatively empty. So perfect. So beautiful. And uh, he isn't it also in the Bellagio? Uh, oh yeah the, yes in uh-huh. Vegas. yeah mm-hmm. his work is like on the ceiling so if you saw that I think it's like red and orange like kind of fiery looking stuff yes. in the Bellagio that is him and yes also I am watching blown away on Netflix Random great side tangent. great show it's great a, show I have to watch the new have season. you watched it I have to watch the new one I haven't got started okay, anyone spoil it <laughs> anyways <laughs> all right you guys so another great photo spot in Seattle that is unique to Seattle only is the Fremont Troll in Seattle's Fremont neighborhood so if you are able to take um, a ride sharing app or a rental car to the Fremont neighborhood definitely recommend heading to the Fremont Troll it's located on Troll Avenue in Fremont and it originally opened in 1989 it's literally a giant troll sculpture i didn't realize they called it troll avenue you didn't know that <laughs> no it's literally called troll avenue That's so funny um so yeah it originally opened in 1989 and i think the reference of the inspiration for the sculpture um was that fairy tale billy gold billy goat's graph or something like that mm. anyways it's just like a really it's literally a troll under a bridge it's a giant troll so like when we're talking it's not just like a statue you guys it's like a giant Massive. like you can crawl into like its arms yeah and you'll look tiny like it's huge <laughs> it's a very large troll yeah and i will say like it's i just don't i've never seen any other city with something like this it's so unique so it's very unique I would also say I feel like I like the Ubering or the rideshare recommendation because parking is so hard oh, around there. Oh, and in the hills, I don't know if uh, we haven't even talked about oh, this. Yeah. But yeah, there's some pretty intense hills in Seattle, especially in like the downtown area, even some parts in Capitol Hill. But on Troll Avenue, it's a pretty st- steep hill. And so if you're not comfortable parallel parking or just like finding parking around that area, just take a ride sharing app. So another unique spot to check out is the University of Washington's Suzalo Library. So if you are a fan of like checking out college campuses, I think UW's really worth it to walk around. Um, Didn't it make like a list of like the most, most beautiful? beautiful yeah. yeah, I usually makes those lists of like most beautiful college campuses. And so if you have time to wander around the University of Washington, we recommend stopping by the Suzalo Library and going inside. So the library was designed in collegiate Gothic style, and it was built from 1923 to 1933. And inside the primary like reading study room area, it literally looks like it's from like Harry Potter. Yeah, people call it the Harry Potter library. It's super cool. They also have like a giant book in there. They do. They have like a massive, massive book, and they only turn the page like, oh my God, I don't even know. I think it's like once a... I don't remember, but they literally, there's like a giant book in there. The the staircase is beautiful. They have the grand staircase. It's, yeah, it's a really beautiful library. And I feel like UW definitely gets like, especially during springtime, people are like, go to the quad, see the cherry blossoms. Definitely do that. If you are in uh, the Seattle area in like March, usually is when the cherry blossoms bloom. But if you're not, the cherry blossoms will not be there if it's not March. I've had like people comment yeah. on my posts and, and like they'll comment in July, like, where's the cherry blossoms? Be like, the trees are really gross and bare. And I was like, <laughs> um, it's not spring. <laughs> I was like, but go to Suzalo Library. I mean, again, it's a library. So. It is really beautiful. And if you are not sure where to park, we recommend parking at Central Plaza Garage. 
it is right underneath Red Square where Suzalo Library sits. And then there are elevators from Central Plaza Garage up to Red Square or there's stairs. And then you can go straight up to where the Suzalo Library is. Not to scare anyone. I got trapped in those elevators once. Oh, my God. Take the stairs if you <laughs> Take can. Take the stairs. Take the stairs. <laughs> the elevators are very... They're not that bad. I'm sure they've improved them since. But yeah. Oh like, just fun side tangent. The next one is Gasworks Park. Oh, my God. Gasworks is beautiful. It used to... Gasworks Park used to belong to the Seattle Gaslight Company. That's so funny. Did you know that? No. It was just... Well, the Gaslight Company. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Uh, but the coal... Cl- Gasific- oh my god the coal gasification plant operated from 1906 to 1956 and the city of seattle purchased the park in 1962 so all that like when you go visit you actually still see all the tanks and yep. not ta- yeah, they, I guess yeah, they they're are tanks, tanks like that they had like there when that actually existed and now there's just a beautiful park around it if you go in the springtime emma and i went this year and like j- little just like daisies, daisies yeah just popped up they were so beautiful it was just like a gorgeous field of daisies you can also see the seattle skyline from there on a clear day i will say that's a little bit harder to capture because it's yeah. pretty far away but like the hills alone are just beautiful and there's so many places to run around and take photos yeah i was gonna say i think it's probably one of seattle's most popular uh, parks in general mm-hmm. um it is just like such a great area to hang out and like relax especially on a summer day and yeah. so yeah i always recommend gasworks yeah gasworks is great it's also great to watch the fireworks yes when they do them um the next one is actually kind of right next to that if you're going to this specific area. yeah so is the kenmore air in south lake union so one of the most unique seattle things to do is ride on a seaplane i'm so jealous you got to do this i, I still haven't done it <laughs> but anyway <laughs> kenmore air offers the scenic seattle seaplane tour so on the seaplane tour you get spectacular views of seattle plus you get to snap a few photos with the seaplanes which is super cool and it's actually if you're in gasworks park gasworks park sits on lake union so just like right around the lake um i whereabouts is like where they pick you up oh my gosh so you literally just like follow like lake union you're you start on gasworks park and you literally just follow lake union and it's closer to the city side where like that south lake union area is at and so um, it's pretty close from Gasworks. You actually can watch the seaplanes take off from Gasworks Park. It's That's really, really cool. Yeah. I learned this recently. I did a Argosy Cruise tour and they said that the seaplanes do not have the right of way at all. So they are responsible for navigating all that traffic. What? So if you're paddle boarding out there, you literally have, which I'm like, I would never try to go up against the seaplane. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> Just challenge, challenge accepted. Is, yeah, like <laughs> what? But they're literally supposed to like be, I don't know why that's, I don't know. But anyway, so that's crazy on a because lake union gets full of paddle boarders and people that's where the hot tub boats are too and just like the normal electric boats and normal boat boats like it's it's busy busy on a warm day but kenmore air is really cool i think it's honestly probably one of the my favorite photos i've ever taken in seattle's with the seaplanes because like after we rode on it i was like hi can i take a few photos they're like sure like everyone just like walks off they're like okay you know like they're like okay tours over we got our photos but like snap a few photos with the seaplanes if you can it's really unique 
All right, you guys. So another best photo spot in Seattle to check out is located south of downtown in Georgetown. So not to get confused, there is a Georgetown neighborhood in Seattle and there's a Georgetown neighborhood in like the Washington DC area. So I can see how that's very confusing. (laughs) So, um, there is the Hat and Boots Park, also known as Oxbow, oh my gosh, Oxbox Park in Georgetown. And if you want a unique photo, I recommend stopping by this park. It's literally a giant pair of cowboy boots yeah. <laughs> and a giant like cowboy hat. So 1953, um, this Seattle artist named Lewis Nasmith was hired to create a Western style gas station in Georgetown. But the gas station is no longer working. It actually closed in 1988. So they literally moved the giant cowboy boots and hat at this park. And like the literally the local community council was like, no, we want to keep this. Like, let's make it make it into a park. So it became a park in 2003. Um, so I will say like, I feel like in some of the other places we recommended, there's like lots to see in the area. So this park is a little bit further out from where all the main stuff where like Georgetown kind of that like there's like um, a record store. There's really great restaurants in Georgetown. It's a little bit further out. So you would need a car or to take a ride sharing, um, you know, service to like access this park. But it's really unique. Yeah. If there's a pair of cowboy boots you want to shoot, head to this park. I'd say avoid peak hours, though, because the traffic down <gasps> oh there can be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing to be mindful of. I mean, in, in any big city, like just be aware of rush hour. It's very real in, in Seattle. Um, so, yeah, just be mindful of that. So another part, another photo spot in Seattle, I wanted to include a parking garage. Yes. I feel like I get this question so many times and people will find my photos on this parking garage and they're like, where is this? Um, so the first in Columbia garage in downtown Seattle is definitely one of the most Instagrammable spots in Seattle. It is, you want to go to the very top of the parking garage, especially if you want to capture photos in downtown Seattle with the buildings, like Going to this parking garage is a great location. Um, I don't think it's, I mean, parking garages range from like 10 to $20, depending on like how long you're parking there. So you are like going to a parking garage, so there will be a fee. I just had some feedback on TikTok. They're like, oh my God, you have to pay. I'm like, yes. Yeah, it's, it's a parking, parking garage. Gar- well, any parking garage in Seattle, you're going to have to pay. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh wait, I probably should make this like ultra clear. Yes, it's yeah, a parking I guess garage. Like just some, I guess if you're in like, I just. Oh, I guess like in Bellevue, there are some parking garages that you don't have to pay. Yeah, but just be aware. If you're in downtown Seattle, you do have to pay for the parking garages. But again, go to the top of the first in Columbia garage if you want like just fun photos with the Seattle's, you know, the downtown Seattle buildings that are a little bit closer. There's such a great view of Smith Tower from the first in Columbia parking garage. Um, We haven't really referenced Smith Tower, so it was actually for a long time was like the tallest building built west of the Mississippi, which is crazy. It's, um, and then the space needle was built and then it became like taller than, yeah. than that in the 1960s. Um, but yeah, there's like a really great view of it too. It's so beautiful. Ugh, I like, especially during sunset. Yeah. It's a great time to shoot there. Yeah. That's a really great time to shoot. Ugh, I love those pictures. And then the last, but certainly not least is Discovery Park. So Discovery Park is over 500 acres in Seattle's Magnolia neighborhood. So Fort Lawton actually used to occupy the Magnolia Bluff. So some of the former military homes and buildings still are there. So if you guys go to the main parts of the park, you might still see those. I've shot so many 
times in Discovery Park and you can't tell that it's the same location. Like it literally has so many various backgrounds. Like you can get views of the water and you can get like flower fields. You can get like wheat fields. Like you can get just like plain grass. There's you, a lighthouse. Yes, there's a lighthouse. I do love the, the lighthouse is I feel like one of the more popular spots. For sure. There's like a full on beach, though. If you're used to like Miami beaches, this is not nice sand yeah it hurts I was gonna say like I always want to like let people know that like oh my god again I just like learned this on the Argosy cruise this is so (laughs) funny all the Seattle facts and history what during the last ice age when the glaciers receded and the way that they did they receded they left these giant boulders and rocks like our coastline in Washington and like in the Puget Sound it's just rocky yeah, right? it's very like, rocky. It's super rocky. And so, um, yeah, when we reference beaches, like, I, I don't even think, is there, like, any sandy beaches? Maybe Alki, unless they filled it in. I think they might have just, like. I Yeah. Even, like, even the beaches that do have sand, like, you can go to Carkeek. Carkeek has sand. Yeah. Discovery Park has sand. It's just really rocky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's if so you rocky. try to do one of those cute, like, kneeling pictures where you're, like, throwing around the sand, just know your knees might be bleeding. Afterwards. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but regardless, Discovery Park is such a great spot to take. Fo- yeah, we've taken photos there multiple like lots of times and you get such a variety again it's 500 acres so it's huge it's It's a big park in seattle all right thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode if you enjoyed today's episode or if you want to hear another best photo spot episode let us know please rate review and recommend the podcast to a friend and if we haven't connected on instagram yet you can find us at emma's edition at mad cray and at the content creatives podcast sign up for our email newsletter and join our facebook group and we'll see you guys next time bye